ladies and gentlemen. Saturday morning sports filler. Iron Woman Candace Warner, Racing Royalty Richard Friedman, and Armchair Expert Brendan Anakin. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Welcome back. Oh, Candace Warner still away on her 13th week of leave. In her place, she will be back next week. We yes. can't wait to have her back. James, Jimmy, Gemma, Graham, what a thrill. Welcome, mate. Great to be here. Uh, we're going to be talking all things ashes, right? Ooh, I hadn't uh, slated any uh, any room for ashes. Hang on, it's it's still two one. You do realise? I know, but we're, but you, no doubt you would have emphasised on the the first victory, the second victory. But now you know England finally get off the mark and it's it's not on the rundown. I really like you, James. I really do as a human. And then the ashes start and you turn into such a floggy Englishman. <laughs> I must say. I must say. <laughs> I, I stand with those people that were uh, giving it to, to the ELC. I stand with them. Well, what no, would you... Okay, this Piers, is the platform. Piers, no, except him. That's a bit far. This, this is your platform. Your Ashes chat can be now. What do you want to say about the Ashes? Go on. Now, how good England are back? <laughs> oh, cool. Don't take me home. Good one. <laughs> All right. Where are they next? Manchester, very yeah. soon. Yeah. Aussies will get it done there, surely. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they're looking a bit brittle. You reckon? Yeah. Uh, it was one slip up. One uh, slip you up. know what? They could have lost all three, the Aussies. They could have. A oh. Flip of the coin, the first two. You reckon? Yeah. I don't feel that way. Okay. Anyway. Uh, good ashes chat, James. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had to sneak it in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sitting there brewing that up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. plenty on the show today. The Matildas, how good. World Cup fever, especially after last night. They beat the French 1-0. They are five places above them well, in the 50, FIFA rankings. 50,000 turned up there. So good for women's sport. Uh, Neve Owens joining us after 11, a football expert for Channel 10. To, uh, we'll review that and preview the World Cup. Uh, plenty of footy news as well. Payne Haas, could he be on the move from the Broncos? Tino, uh, Fasua Amalawi on the move. He's activated his uh, his clause for the Titans, so we're going to get to that shortly. I don't like any of this. Uh, what I don't like is, and James brought it up, and it was a wonderful observation, your breakfast this morning. So he's come in here with a Tupperware container, James. Uh, just run us through what happened when he came in and opened the Tupperware container. Yeah, well, you know, the Tupperware container always um, sparks a bit of interest for yeah. breakfast, what's in there. And it was uh, fried rice for breakfast. What's wrong with it? Well, what's, what's wrong right? with it? It's just what's not right a... with it. Yeah, I've not seen it before. Neither of us oh, seen fried yes. rice for breakfast. Let's take before. let's take cuisine advice from an Englishman. <laughs> well, their, their great contribution to world cuisine was the chip booty. Yes, right. Okay, I'm not having it for breakfast. I'm not kippers either. Oh, kippers is a kippers. It's it's such a a, a dying breakfast. The kippers. You yeah, don't oh, really see kids having kippers for breakfast. Stinky fish for breakfast. Oh, it's, yeah, that's it, what we want. What you Listen, go to? The studio's down here in Chinatown. I'm yeah. just you know with my people. But you've brought. <laughs> You've brought this from home. You've brought this from home. It's yeah, in the Tupperware. I, I stand with my people. Is that your go-to breakfast? Do you go fried rice? Is that your I mean, preferred breakfast? It's 2.30 this morning. That's okay. lunch. That is true. Ella? Yeah. What's your go-to for brekkie? Uh, eggs on toast. Yeah, man. Poached? Yeah. Scrambled. Scrambled? That's mm. disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's creative too. What's wrong with you? <laughs> that's, that's what we expect from the English. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Candace Warner still in England. Back next week, James Graham in her place. Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin. The Blues, they've avoided the first Origin Series whitewash in 13 years after defeating the Maroons. 24-10 Wednesday night. Now, uh, James... Uh, Fittler was, uh, Brad Fittler obviously criticised for his team selection um, during uh, or leading up to the game. Gamble paid off, though. I mean, on paper it did look disjointed, but it seemed to work on the field. Yeah, most definitely. I think Cody Walker was outstanding. Seeing him in the the State of Origin uh, arena, he he just um, was fantastic and really unlocked that uh, attack for New South Wales, which has been found wanting in Game 1 and Game 2. And and their ability to, to shift the ball to that left-hand side, get the ball in the hands of their speedsters. Um, we saw Josh Adokar finish off a, a ma- magnificent try, but that was all due to the work from Cody Walker. I thought Cameron Murray starting in the middle as well, as opposed to Isaiah Yo, really, uh, r- really worked well for, mm. for, for the Blues. Um, the key ingredient that was missing, though, was, was, was pressure. Would they be able to to play like that and attack like that if the if the pressure was on? But I guess we'll, we'll never know. But yeah. I think I think personally, Freddie's done enough to to keep his job and okay. um, with a, a similar looking team 
next next year, obviously injury, suspension, form will all be needed to be considered. But I think Freddie's done enough to keep his job now. Okay. What I can't understand is the coach gets blamed for the selections. If people think that the wrong team's on the park and they get beaten, he gets blamed for that. Why? Why wouldn't you just take as coach if you if it's going to land in your lap, just pick the best player in the NRL at that time in their position. Uh, pretty simple formula. It can't really be questioned. Well, you just pick team of the week. Mm. Well, that's what it is, isn't it? No. No. Why wouldn't you pick just the best player in the NRL at the time in their position? How about how far back do you go? Yeah. Well, if, if, well you've got two-thirds of a season done, or a th- half a season at least. What was if they have a bad game the week before? Because it does come down to combinations in a way too because <laughs> does Cameron Murray working in the middle work as well if Cody Walker you know, is in is a 5-8? This eight? is where they get themselves into trouble. The combinations? The, the, this, is the, this is all the voodoo. Oh, that combination and this combination. This is where they get themselves into trouble. But, but, but then we'd have nothing to talk about if they just had that simple formula. The simple wouldn't formula we, might we, get them up. It might be a little bit more successful too. Yes, Have but, you considered that? Yeah, but what what about the the soap opera that is sports? We need something to talk about. If you just pick the best team, then there's us no, critics would wouldn't have a job. There's no arguing with you, is there? <laughs> you just come up with some obtuse question argument. That, that, that just stumps everybody. Well, going back to the coaching box, <laughs> I heard a wonderful argument where there may be a bit of a generational divide. So you look at the Maroons. Coaching box, they've got, what, Billy Slater, Nate Miles. Um, they've got uh, Cameron Smith. They've got Jonathan Thurston. Uh, these are players that have really just retired uh, in the last sort of five years. You look at the Blues coaching box, they've got, well, they've got Brad Fittler. Uh, they've got Brandy, Greg Alexander. They've got uh, Danny Badiris. These are sort of players of yesteryear. So do we need sort of younger blood, would you say? Well, it was interesting. Another person in the coaching box on Wednesday night was Panthers coach Ivan Cleary. Who is not a part of the official... Right. Coaching so, team. So on your, your logic, Wayne Bennett should never be allowed to coach a, a state of origin team. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying... Well, no, he's too old, surely, in, on your logic. No, I'm just saying, on average, they've got a younger coaching and maybe they get through to the players a little bit better, which, you know, by this argument... No. Yeah, what do you mean? No. This makes no sense. Well, Ivan Cleary is in the game at the moment. He goes into the coaching box for one game... What, from what I've heard, runs the subs. He was, he was no doubt helping out Freddie Fitler. Wins a game. He spoke about that. I think, I, I think we'll see him part of the setup next year for sure. Mm. I just think you keep it simple. And then you can't be criticised and it might just win anyway. There you go. Mm. Well, then us pundits to be like, oh, he's too simplistic. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of him. Need Get to, rid of him. Need, need some more left field. More he, he's, he's not open to left field ideas. So. Well, we're open to your ideas on one triple three five three. Has Brad Fitler done enough? to keep his job as New South Wales coach. How uh, long will we have to wait to find that out, do you think? I don't know. I reckon that might keep us talking about that for another for a while? eight months. Because I, yes, I agree with perhaps. you, Jimmy. I think if you, you sort of inject Ivan Cleary in a more official capacity next year, I think he does stick around. Yeah. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Candace Warner still in England. Richard Friedman, uh, Brendan Anakin in Candace's place. We've got James Graham asking you on one triple three five three. Freddie Fitler, coach of the Blues, currently should he stay or should he go? Uh, they salvaged a bit of pride, didn't they, in the uh, in the game against the Maroons the other night? Twenty four ten winners, uh, but still the jury out. It would seem on Freddie's tenure there. So we're taking your calls. One triple three five three. What do you reckon, Michael? Um, I think Freddie and Brandy have got to go, unfortunately. Um, they've both just made mistakes with the selections. Um, you look at a guy like Nico Hines gets picked in game one on the bench, can't get a look in for game two when Cleary goes down, then decides in game three that he needs the utility and goes with Gutherson. Where was Gutherson in game one? There wasn't any change to the way he was playing prior to... Game one, he was in outstanding form for Parramatta. So what's happened there? Guys like Regal Campbell-Gillard picks the forward from the West Tigers, doesn't get picked for game three after playing 12 minutes. It's just constant chopping and changing that he doesn't have any direction at all and mm. that confuses the players. It's a fair point. I mean, what did they do wrong? 
why pick them if they're not going to be picked again? You know what I mean? I guess the argument, who comes in? Who's the best candidate? Usually the bloke who's been the best player in the NRL. This is my point. <laughs> this is his argument. This is my argument. Just, just pick team of the week. Just Simple pick team of the week. Team of the week will play well. The Udo, the Udo Ikamanu situation was very interesting, though, because you heard about that clause in his contract. Had he played, apparently this is reported, had he played, he would have to be with the West Tigers until the end of 2025 because he did not play that game, didn't represent New South Wales twice before 2024. He's free to walk at the end of the year if he wants. That is what's being reported. Mm. Very interesting. Mm. John from Chester Hill, Freddie Fittler, should he stay, should he go? He should definitely stay, mate. He, he's... He's done the hard yards. He knows the game. He's a legend. Um, fair enough, there were a couple of questions about who won and all the rest, but look at the injury toll that we've had and all the shuffling they've done. Um, you know, uh, what, what are you going to do? The guy's, the guy's got his heart on his sleeve. I think Queensland, the problem is Queensland just had so much more depth in, like, you know, their coaching and all their support stuff. You've got Alfie Langer as a water boy. He's on, on the field more than some of our players were. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's the 14th player, the 14th yeah, man out there. What is the rule on that? Like he's there, he's basically a coach on the field. <laughs> You've been doing I, it for. I don't understand it. He's been doing it for decades. I know, but why? How does it allow it to happen? But <laughs> Freddie, if he has the right, like having uh, the Penrith coach in there, having that sort of second pair of eyes, who's who's a hell of a coach himself, and give him that guidance, maybe Freddie's just been too calm and collected. He's got to get a bit more mongrel in, in him. You know, like the old bloke. You know, like you know. Bring on the bulldog. You know, just get in there and get... get oh, there you're going, Ben. Fire up, John from Chester Hill. The Alfie hasn't played for like three decades or a couple of decades and he's still getting under John's skin. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Alfie plays. <laughs> John in Sutherland, you, you have the last say, mate. Freddie Fittler, coach of the Blues. Do you want him uh, gone or do you want him to stay? I want him to go, but I think he'll stay. I, I think there's a whole series. is a bit of conspiracy... Theory going on here. Oh, right, tell us your theory. Conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why is it it taken for third? After the series has been won and done and dusted by um, Queensland, they pick Cody Walker. um, Then they pick Bradman Best. Why is it? Why does uh, Cody Walker ends up getting man of the match? Bradman scores two tries on debut. Um, Where's this going? Where's the conspiracy? We're going to need the conspiracy. No. What do you reckon they well, ran dead the first two? So then back to Queensland. I think that I think Freddie and um, Billy Slater, who, who also comment, uh, do commentary on the, the footy show on Channel Nine, they've come into agreement. Billy Slater want Billy Slater wants Brad, Brad Fittler to stay. So they can win the series oh, next year. So they threw the third match. Mm. Uh, I don't think that's the case, John. <laughs> I don't think that's the case, brother. Uh, the other John uh, from Chester Hill, he's, he's going to be... He's wearing his Marga hat for sure. He's going <laughs> to be our caller of the day for that passionate defence of uh, Freddie Fittler. Game, set and match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Candace Warner still away, James Graham in, Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin here. Playing Keep or Cull soon. I don't think you've played Keep or Cull. No, I don't think I have. No, it's something I've brought to the table, so it could be horrific, but we'll get to it very shortly. Basically, it's things I've seen in sport or society that need to be reviewed. Do we keep them? Do we cull them? We're going to do that very shortly first. I like the word cull. It's a good word. You'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Broncos pop Payne uh, Payne Haas has told the club he will be testing the open market come November 1st. Is this a surprise to you, James Graham? Uh, Yes, because he's originally said that, um, or through his management, it's it's not about money and that he wants to... What? Look to it's not win, about money. Apparently so. Uh, to, wait, wait, to win a James. premiership. That's what he wants to <laughs> do. And about, oh, okay. You are one of the... You are an eminent player. And tell me it's... <laughs> tell me that it's not about money thing is bunkum. Well, listen, it's a little bit about money. A little bit. You want to <laughs> win. You want to, be su- you want to be successful. And yeah. Payne has said that. But I think at the Broncos, they look like they're going to be a premiership threat for years to come. But then he's going to say, I'm going to go to the open market. So, And because. if it is a little bit about money, where can you get the most money, James Graham? Rugby union. Yes. That's the fear that he goes to rugby union. Has he union. played rugby union? He doesn't need to. He could play anything, this guy. <laughs> yeah. Really? He's a freak. Yeah. Couldn't be a jockey. Well, <laughs> well that, that would be... 
That is true. <laughs> <laughs> he's got us. No, he's got us yeah, there. You've got, you've got he's us got there. us there, James. Yeah. Um, going to stay at the Broncos, though? I mean, that that is his preference. He's saying he's going to stay at the Broncos. That's his preference, but he's just having a little... He's going to get his head turned mm. because there's plenty of teams that would love to have him. Um, the, the Dolphins would be one. Obviously, there's a couple of Sydney teams that are struggling. The Bulldogs need a middle player. They're no doubt going to be, be interested. Where do you at think... The West Tigers, yeah. but also the Roosters as well. Dub. Oh. Do they have the cap? Do they have the cap? Do they have the cap? Sorry. <laughs> pardon me. Well, let's look at where they are this year. They'll be having a a, a huge review of what's currently going on. Yeah. And don't be surprised to see them shuffle the decks and make a That's where a our move. good word comes in. Cull. He would be he would be terrifying. There would be the some roosters. people at the roosters getting culled. <laughs> uh Titans enforcer Tino Fasua at Malawi. He has activated the free agent clause in his contract. So he will be leaving the Titans, it would seem. Uh the Bulldogs reportedly leading the race to sign him for one point one million dollars a season. With a little share in a pub as well, which I, I've got if to that say, that story is to be believed. Well, I've got to say, I think what Arthur Laundy and the the Laundy family are doing is actually a really good thing. They're trying to help out young athletes that have got probably more money than most, and trying to help them invest. How it. is it not a third party agreement if you promise a return? Well, that probably needs to be looked at, but just needs I, to I be think, looked at. I think there's mm, aspects. You think? Yeah, you can't promise a return, but I think this. I think there's more to this story than than meets the eye. Really. I do. I spoke with Arthur yesterday and yeah. um, he assures ah, me it's all above board. You mates with Arthur? I, I know Arthur, yes. Right. I'd like you to got a little share in a pub, have no, you? No, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I would, unfortunately, the, the profitability of a pub with me investing in it would yes. uh, significantly yes. decrease. Yes, because you Drink the profits. Yes. <laughs> What a way to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's keep on the player movement theme. Matt Lodge has found a new home for the remainder of the 2023 season. He's joined the Sea Eagles on a train and trial contract. I wouldn't have thought he needed to trial. We know what you're going to get from Matt Lodge. Yeah, it seems strange, doesn't it? Really strange. And he's been through a few clubs in quite quick succession. So is that a good buy for Manly or, a, you know, a good move well, they're for not, Matt? They're not, they're not buying him yet. No, that's you're right. Yeah, I think the train trial deal is... It, it seems strange because you, you know exactly what you're going to get yeah. with Matt Lodge. And he's a good front rower. He really is. He's bounced around from club to club a little bit and he's had his issues. He's dealt with them. And um, yes, yeah, a bit of a strange one to see the Roosters move him on. Mm. All right, that's your sports update on Sydney's Triple M. Going to do Keep or Cull right after the boss on Sydney's Triple M. Your vintage. You love the boss. I'm, I, I'm looking I, at Richard. I watched him at the Melbourne showground from the roof of the vet surgery because I couldn't afford a ticket. Terrific. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Candace Warner still in England. James, Jimmy Jammer Graham in her place. Richard Friedman's here. Brendan Anakin as well. After 11, we're catching up with Neve Owens, football expert for Channel 10. We'll preview the Matildas' chances in the upcoming Women's World Cup. Richard's tip of the day coming as well. You probably think you tipped the Grafton Cup winner. Oh, and you sort of did, but yeah. I made a mistake, and we'll get to what that mistake is yeah. before I did tip it. Uh, technically, you did. Yeah, I yeah. said you take these two, work something around yeah, them. Te- you'll technically, get it. you did, but I made a mistake. So we're going to get to uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get to what that was before eleven o'clock. Right now, though, uh, we're going to do keep or cull. All right. Hello. So these are some sort of ideas, concepts, uh, products, positions, whatever you like, in the world of sport or society that need to be reviewed. Now. We're not solving the world's problems here. I'll tell you that much. There's no, there's no sort of big ticket items. Yeah. So, but you've done the questions, haven't you? Yes, I have. Right, I've prepared these. <laughs> okay. So these could be uh, yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, let's start. Uh, let's start with the dark blue uh, New South Wales Origin jersey. The dark blue New South Wales Origin jersey. I don't mind it, but do we want to keep it going forward or cull it? Cull. Keep. What's wrong with it? I like it. Tradition. Ah, there it is. <sighs> They put a different sponsor on it. They had a different design every time you see it. But okay, tradition. Because they did. If you're talking tradition, they didn't used to have a sponsor in State of Origin. Yeah, and now they've get with the, the get with the times. Like the big. <laughs> <laughs> I just we just said that you can't defeat him. <laughs> One of the great arguments. Uh, now, what do you know about Instagram threads? What do you know? You wouldn't know anything, Richard. What do you know about Instagram threads? Yeah, yeah. Unreasonable assumption. So it's a new sort of uh, social media 
platform. Well, it's part right. of the well, Instagram. It's, it's the rival to Twitter. It's, right? it's Twitter it's, for Instagram. It's Twitter copied. Now, I would have thought the world didn't need another social no, media platform. I would platform. all social media. Yeah. Social I media is a net negative. It's killing right? me. It was a great idea at the time. <laughs> Friends were going to keep up with each other. We're going to you know, keep in touch with your Uncle Jimmy's birthday and all those good things. But no, it's turned into a cesspool mm. of lies, falsehoods. Deceit. Deceit. It's Treachery. It's awful. Yeah, I don't like it. People wishing, you know, their children happy birthday that they don't have the social media account. <laughs> yeah. And or, some of these or, aren't even you're people. You're so right. Or, or, They're bots. Or, or wishing, you, you know, your, your, your loved one, uh, a partner, yeah. a happy birthday on a social media Still account. Don't it's like, well, why don't you just tell them? Yeah. yeah. All right. I agree. Cold. Instagram threads. Carl, you won't find us on there. Um, now, the Oppenheimer or Barbie movie. Now, uh, they're coming out on the same day. Huh? The, yeah, yeah. So Oppenheimer is that is that big Christopher Nolan epic. About the about guy who developed the nuclear... The nuclear bomb. bomb. Okay. And on the other side, um, the paradox really, you've got uh, the Barbie movie. And you know what Barbie's about. Where's this going? Which one would you cull if you had to? They're coming out on the same day. Which one are you going to see? W- one, one is about one of the world's great and possibly evil geniuses, mm. historical account or based on historical account, and one is about Barbie. The Barbie movie, yes. Right. If you could only keep one in the world, okay. what would you, it be? You know where I'm going. Well, Bar- and the Barbie movie doesn't happen without that. You reckon? What, what are you saying? What are you saying? Well, if you go back and look at the, the history of what we, you know, if, <laughs> if we didn't win the war, I don't think we'd have a Barbie movie out. So we need Oppenheimer. <laughs> That is the longest bow. <laughs> just say Oppenheimer. That's like a, that's like an eight-story bow. <laughs> just say I want to see it more. <laughs> just... Okay, so we'll keep Oppenheimer. I think you're smarter than Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, I think you are too. Uh, this is the last I one. I don't. I, in fact, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Burger King in Thailand have released a uh, the real cheeseburger. So this is just this is two bits of uh, bun, and within it you've got twenty slices of cheese. It's a cheese sandwich. Well, 20 slices of cheese, and that's it. The real cheeseburger. That's you can see excessive. where that's, it is excessive. That's revolting. Now, these things are guaranteed to back you up till 2026. So, <laughs> are, you, are you keeping or are you culling Burger King Thailand's real cheeseburger? No, you can, can you get the Metamucil sauce on it? Yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon? Would you have a go at it? No. No. Not just 20 slices of cheese. You could, put it, you could fit the whole thing in your mouth. <laughs> We don't want to see that on that, on social media. Thank you. He could, Jimmy. It's the Dead Set Legends. He's speechless. Ladies and gentlemen, if it's happening in sport, it'll get around here. The greatest happening in sport. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. We do the show all thanks to our fine friends at Sportsbet. Get that same game multi-feeling this NRL season with Sportsbet. They're dishing out more markets, more offers and bigger odds. Make it a same game multi with Sportsbet. This guy knows how to put on a, a multi, I'll tell you that much. Our mate, Felix Von Hoff, as we like to call him, Richard. The cat. The cat. The, Felix the cat. The cat is purring. Here he Hello, is. Hello, Felix. Oh, he's always purring. He was meowing. He's doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did a bit of research on your name uh, over the... it Because Von Hoff is obviously German. You know what that means in yeah. German, Von Hoff? I know you do because you oh. know your own name. <laughs> I'm asking Richard. <laughs> no, I don't. With hope. With hope. Felix with hope. And isn't that... Appropriate for a betting segment, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it what? <laughs> so let's rip in, let's rip into it. What's the first one, Rich? Uh, the first one is the Seagulls versus the Cowboys. Now, where do you see this going, Felix? Well, this one I am calling from Victoria, so I've had to outsource my information here. But the Cowboys, the heavy favourites here, dollar sixty-four. But the one that they like is Ruben Garrick, anytime try scorer, scored three against the Cowboys, two dollars fifty-five. Don't mind it. Yeah, the Roosters taking on the Storm in arguably the game of the day. It's mm. do or die for the Roosters. If they don't win this game, I think they're done. No Tedesco. He won't be backing up after Origin. What are the punters saying? Well, I'll tell you what, it's a fantastic accent. It reminds me of my ex-girlfriend, unfortunately, so I want to try not to get too emotional. Yeah. Was her voice that deep? Are you his ex-girlfriend? Was her voice that deep? The secret's out. <laughs> Felix with hope. <laughs> <laughs> I've added myself there, whoops. Oh, uh, no. The storm, the heavy favourites. The roosters get to be plucked here. The storm should be a little bit too strong. <laughs> uh, the Eels versus Titans. Uh, which way are we going in this one? Are they? Are, are most people backing Don't up? Don't ask Felix which way he's going. From, from, <laughs> that's not appropriate. <laughs> are most people backing up from Origin for the Eels? 
Yeah, look, most should be back up. The Eels heavy favourites here. Okay. The one that the punters are looking for here is the total points over. Try best expected. I'd expect most of them to go with the Eels. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. All right, we'll give you a buzz next week. James has your number, obviously, so it'll be easy to get. Uh, Felix von Hoff, go well. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. On your brother. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The port of call for the big names from every code. Big names. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Candace Warner back next week. James Graham here now. Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin. We've got Women's World Cup fever. Neve Owen from uh, Channel 10 previewing the Matildas' chances in the upcoming World Cup after 11. Right now, time for Richard's tip of the day. Picked one last week in Listen. What I thought was the Grafton Cup. It's the South Grafton Cup, by the way. Yeah, it was the South Grafton Cup, which I, at the time, thought they renamed. And I was like, all right, well, they're just doing it for the South. But apparently there's a South Grafton Cup on a Sunday and then on the Thursday, the Grafton Cup. Yeah. I don't know why all of Grafton isn't encompassed in the, in the one cup on the Thursday. I don't know why South Grafton needs their own cup. Um, Does North Grafton get a go? <laughs> no, this is, my, this is my gripe. North Grafton, South, West, <laughs> all the other directions, no goes in a like- cup. Island back in the 70s. That's right. It's a real, um, yeah, it's a real island situation. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, you picked the winner in the South Grafton Cup. Well done to you. It was paying $6 as well. Yeah, Cepheus. Cepheus. And, and we got the Cornella there too. Yeah. I think. Anyway. Uh, tip today, I'm going out to Royal Randwick after this show because I'm going out to see a horse that was having his first start for the stable. Now, I don't normally tip my own horses because i rather the horses do the talking rather than the trainer. It just yeah. adds more pressure. Yeah. Do you have talking horses? <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, yeah, like Mr. Yeah. Ed. Oh, how... <laughs> I, could, I was setting my watch by when that one came out. <laughs> Major Artie. Now, yeah. he's having his first run for our stable and he's been working really well and trialling really well. Only risk is he's, we've, we've set him first up at 1,400 metres, which is a little bit hard but it's probably his ideal distance, but he might not be rock hard in the last 50 metres. But I think he's good value. He's getting out to $6 now, so... I like Major Artie. Major Artie, you'd like the horse. He's no, I do. I've, I've, he's a character. Yes, I've, um, I've been on that horse before. Yeah, it's done you? me well. Yeah, and I'm thrilled it's in your stable. Yes, well, I think he is too. Mm. That's what I'm saying. I uh, came second in the Grafton Cup proper, by the way. Much like Winkler all those years ago, I know yeah. you're wondering. Outlandos. One of the things in the racing game that, you know, is taboo is horses I backed stories. Uh, <laughs> but no, Brendan hasn't got that memo yet. Yeah, well, I'm not in the racing industry. So oh, I'm, just a, I'm just a punter sitting point. here telling you about me wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gamble responsibly. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Candace Warner still in England. Got James Graham in her place. Richard Friedman here. Brendan Anakin as well. Rusty joining us for a motorsport update for Bennix Breaks before the end of the show. Going to get your list of grievances as well. Richard Friedman, one of what's been annoying you this week. It's always something. It's always something. Um, first. Four and 20. We've been there for it all. Australia's original fan food. We're the Dead Set Legends Player of the Week. Yeah, you've been scouring around for a play of the week, James Graham. Who have you picked this week, my man? Yeah, I've gone with uh, Matilda's winger, Hayley Razzo, who now is going to play for the famous Real Madrid. Yes. The uh, first Aussie ever yep. to that's pull on big. the white. You know, it's a religion in countries like Spain. Yeah, yeah Absolute yeah. religion. It's going to be such a, an unbelievable experience to live and work in that environment. That's it. Well, she's been in the, she's been in the national team, I'd say, 12 years. She's only 28. That's, that's a long time to have been in the, the national team. She's an incredible player, Hayley yeah. Razzo. Let's not hold anything against the fact that she left Everton, though. Oh, she did, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. I mean... Is that dear to you? Of course it would appear it is. so. <laughs> really? Well, she, Why? She left us to go to Man. Well, who's us? You don't play for Everton. <laughs> well, you just said it's a religion. He's part of that religion. <laughs> yes. Okay. She left the team the that team. I happen to support. Does That's he frustrate it. you? Does he frustrate <laughs> you in she, a way that? Yeah, a, a little bit. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. Look, look obviously she. <laughs> <A little. laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to divert the, <laughs> my frustrations away and talk about Haley. Um, but but honestly, that that 
that rivalry between uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona. Yeah, that's that's huge. Barca were streaked ahead last year in 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 the competition there, so they've gone on a bit of a signing spree there. The, uh, the Real Madrid yeah, team. And, in yeah. the uh, Liga F. So congratulations to Hayley Razzo. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Do you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Candice Warner away, James Graham in, Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin. I have World Cup fever. FIFA Women's World Cup kicking off this Thursday. Matilda's taking on Republic of Ireland. Uh, you would have uh, you would have gotten the fever last night, the bug if you hadn't already. They've beaten France, the Matildas, in a friendly. Uh, to have a look at that game and the World Cup campaign on the way, Neve Owen of Channel 10 and Paramount, resident football expert there. Morning, uh, morning Neve. Good morning. Uh, now, last night, friendly against France, really positive signs moving into the World Cup campaign, 1-0 over them. Wasn't it? It was such an incredible game and the crowd in Melbourne was amazing. It was a taster of what's to come on Thursday night, I think. But the Matildas looked in full flow in the mm. first half. They had, like, Vine fagging it down one edge and they had Hayley Rasso with her pace down the other feeding Sam Kerr in the middle and Caitlin Ford, and it all just looked like it was coming together beautifully. And as we just heard in the news, it was Mary Fowler who scored in the second half. So, yeah. look, against the world number five, it was very positive sign. Yeah, Nee, very positive. But the, the Matildas, they're ranked 10th currently, uh, according to FIFA. Uh, which country is going to be the most difficult to beat? Do you know what? There are so many incredible teams in women's football now. I feel like even just since the last World Cup, there's been a real growth of women's football in Europe and, and we'll see the results of that at this World Cup. But you've got to mention the USA, don't yeah. you? I mean, they're going for the three-peat. It's never been done in men's or women's World Cups before and they just have this incredible mentality where they believe that they will win every tournament they enter. They're the world number one side. They're the defending champs. They've still got Megan Rapino, who has announced just in the lead-up to the tournament that this will be her last World Cup, that okay. she'll retire at the end of this season in the States. And she is a goat of yeah. women's football. She's incredible. And at 37, will still be a really key part of that US side. Sold-out crowd last night at Marvel, over 50,000. Um what do you reckon Australia and New Zealand hosting the 2023 World Cup? What, what, where will it take the sport in this country for women? It's funny, that legacy piece has been such an important part of the discussion in the lead-up to the tournament. And football is already the biggest participation sport in Australia. But I think from a female sport perspective, over the next month, we're going to see female athletes front and centre of every news report and every newspaper sports section. And that just doesn't happen day in, day out in Australia, does it? So I think for young girls and young boys to see these stadiums full of people to watch female footballers, over mm. 700 of the best female footballers on the planet, I think that is going to have huge ramifications for the next generation of, of women. Well, I really prescribe to that, you know, you can't be what you can't see notion. I love football, both men's and women's. I got right around the W League when it started, all those years ago, Michelle Heyman getting around, uh, you know, uh, getting around with Canberra United. Um, and I cannot wait to take my daughter. So I've bought tickets to the, the quarterfinal, Neve. I've got tickets to the quarterfinal thinking, thinking that Australia will come second in our group, win the round of 16 in Brisbane and then play back here at Stadium Australia. Does that feel right? Do you know what? I can absolutely see your logic there. Dang. It's a tougher route. For the Aussies. So you should see I his mean, logic I'm, other times. Yeah, it's not good. Throwing <laughs> your bones. I'm saying I can see how you got there. I I hope that you're wrong because Correct. if okay. that happens and we finish second in our group to Canada in that round of 16 game, we'll play England in all likelihood. Oh. And the Lioness has just won the Euros. They're an incredible yeah. side, coached by Serena Vigman. So that would be a very tough round of 16 game, and you could indeed be watching England in the quarterfinal or Australia, who obviously will be huge competitors in each and every game that they play in this World Cup. But that is definitely a harder route. I would love for us to top the group and not meet England in the round of 16. See what he's done there, James? Yeah. 
Brent, he's, he's, Brent, he's just put a downer on no, that. I've, I've already shelled out on these tickets. Uh, I wish Brent, we'd had Brenda, this interview I'll, before. Brenda, I'll, I'll <laughs> take the tickets off you, mate. If you want. Oh, yeah. I'll go and watch the lights. Well, they've doubled in price somehow. <laughs> Brenda will be out the front scalping the tickets. I got two. I got two. No, it's going to be a. It's going to be wonderful either way. I can't wait to take my daughter to that. Also, the other day, you know, I was talking to. She's four now, Lara, four and a half, and she loves footy. Loves sitting down watching footy with me as well. And I said, oh, I'll take you to a women's game. She's like, oh, women can't play football. Right. I was like, yes, they Jeez. can. And I was able to show her now, like, here's wow. the NRLW, here's women playing footy, and she got so excited. So, so that's been ingrained in a four-year-old already. Yeah. And I, well, you have to change that. I got a video yeah. of her when she was two because she was watching too much footy with Pa, and it was, like, really cute. Like, she's doing it, and then she's like... Hit him. <laughs> Hit him. From my daughter, I cannot wait for this Women's World Cup and we thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, Neve Owens, uh, you can check out all uh, her fine work on Paramount Plus and Channel 10. Good on you, Neve. Go well. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy the football. M's dead set legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin. Candace Warner back next week. James Graham here now. Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin as well. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M dead set legends sports update. And only one game of NRL overnight. James Graham, what happened? Yeah, the Newcastle Knights were just too strong for the West Tigers, and Caelan Ponga was fantastic was with good. the ball. Like, oh, he was putting on tries for fun, and the one he scored a huge step. Mm. But had he had his kicking boots with him, it could have got even worse for the Tigers. He, I think he kicked 20 in a row. Wow. And then he missed three in a row to start the game. Always the way. They looked disappointed after the game, the Knights. Did you notice that? They looked disappointed, like they should have really put a score on the Tigers. They didn't. Yeah, the, the Tigers showed a little bit of fight. Jerome Bula with a couple of try saves there. So the Tigers were fighting, but yeah, the, the Knights after the bye and a 66 points to nil victory against the, the, the Bulldogs, before the bide, they would have fancied the, their chances to, to run up a bit more of a score. Well, speaking of the Bulldogs, that's the game you're calling today for Triple M. You can hear it here and uh, on the listener app as well. Taking on the Broncos, that is a hard ask, although they're at Belmore, so their spiritual home ground, they could be a go. Yeah, absolute sellout as well. Josh Reynolds would play his last ever game for the New South Wales Cup team before Unreal. that. He's going to be starting the game and finishing it, so expect a great atmosphere. So the Broncos coming to town, obviously... Uh, a couple of players backing up from, from State of Origin, so it'll be a, a tough, tough ask for the dogs, but mm. I'm sure the, the support will get them home. Unreal. Let's have it, head over to Wimbledon. What do you got for us, Richard Friedman? Well, the women's final will be tonight, mm. and that'll be between uh, Marketa von Drusova, Russian, up against Ons Jabur, who I'm not that familiar with, which happens in, in women's tennis. But the men's uh, final comes up the next night where Carlos Alcaraz will play the Joker, Ooh. Novak Djokovic. That's not too bad. Oh, fantastic matchup! That they are, the, they are. I think clear in a way the two best players in the world fighting it out at Wimbledon. You wouldn't think Alcaraz's game would suit the grass court as much as uh, Djokovic's game does, but he's such an athlete. He's the number one seed. I, I know because he, he's the number one player in the world. Yeah, but they don't always play on grass. Grass sure. is a very you know unique surface. You would think that Djokovic might start favourite there, but tell you what, he is just. Phenomenal, our carries. I think it'll be great to watch. Uh, the rugby tonight, the rugby championship, Australia taking on uh, the Pumas, Argentina. They got flogged last week, the Aussies against South Africa. Yeah, they were terrible. The, 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 the launch of the Eddie Jones era did not go as planned. They need to, they need to perform tonight, the, the Wallabies, don't they? They'll be scouring the NRL for talent as well if things don't improve. Well, well, well if they don't win tonight <laughs> against Argentina, what hope have they got against the All Blacks the next week? Yeah. Like, nil. Probably maybe maybe put the combination of the New South Wales Blues up there. And... <laughs> we don't mind it. Chop and change. <laughs> Bit of that. Combank Stadium uh, tonight is where you can catch it. That'll be a cool atmosphere. Get down yeah. there if you be great. On. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. James Graham in for Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin. Very shortly catching up with Greg Rust on all things motorsport. Uh, all thanks to Bendix Brakes first. Ladies and gentlemen, they say knowledge is power. Well, plug me in and power me up. It's time on Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Candace Richie's Quiz. It is Richie's Quiz. Candace away for one more week. Uh, really? Richard back in the... You'll get the quizmaster job back. You know what, James? Uh, he did a phenomenal job last week, and I, you know I love to stick the boot into Richard. Yeah, I really love. I to stick stitched it in. up our contestant properly last week, just the way good Candace and proper. Does. Yes. Yeah, he was like Eddie Maguire levels of, of quizmaster. <laughs> he was really yeah. good. I'm about the same shape. 
<laughs> and John from Campbelltown today is taking on James in the quiz. Uh, John from Campbelltown uh, calls me often during the week. He goes for the Tiger, so we thought he, uh, we'd give him the opportunity to win something. <laughs> g'day, yeah. g'day, John. <laughs> Hello, John. Hello, yes, John. Yes, uh, I would like to win something. Well, that thing yeah. is heading to Moore Park Golf, uh, hit on their 60-bay undercover driving range, uh, number one golfing oh, entertainment destination located minutes from the Sydney CBD, uh, Richard. You, you've got to love that. That would be phenomenal. And I can almost guarantee you, John, that you will win, right? Because oh. I'm the quiz master. <laughs> so that means you've got no hope, James. That's it. All right, All right. let's get going. Best of three quiz. James is up first. Who and from what club will be on the market come November 1? Who will be on the market from November 1? It's poorly asked. It's well, a bad start. That's how it's written. Yeah, it's a bad start. <laughs> I'm Payne Haas. Yeah. No, that's only half right. Payne Haas from? The Brisbane Broncos. <laughs> He's a stickler. This is not going well. This, yeah. is, not a, this is not going as well. John, I gave you John, a huge rap. Get ready, John. Name yeah. one of the two English Premier League giants that are playing in Perth next week. Um, oh, no. Manchester United? No. Got a very no. bad feeling about this, John. Oh, <laughs> very bad. I always guaranteed Soccer. you to win. <laughs> James. Well, ha- hang on. What, who, who are, what was the answer? Oh, the answer is Tottenham Hotspur and West Ham United. Well, I thought everyone knew that. Two Premier League giants. That's a... Uh, mm. They, they certainly play in the Premier League. Are you questioning the question I'm now? I'm questioning the question. I feel, I, I, I feel all the, as though the, the question... Well, they're minnows, are they? It's misleading. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's misleading. It's a misleading question. Yeah. And the, and the answer isn't, isn't necessarily true. Oh, I'm never rapping you again, ever. This is, this is both, you know, my <laughs> reputation's on the line now. Now James, I look like an idiot. James, who won UFC 290 in Las Vegas last weekend? Alexander the Volk. Volkanovsky. I've got his nickname wrong there. Uh, no, no. Yeah, it's Volk. Can we, can we knock him out for that? No. Uh, James Jimmy Jammer Graham, absolutely <laughs> he's correct. Race to the front here. He's 2 0 at the moment. Okay. John, who is making his return to F, the F1 grid in the Alpha Tori? You must know this. Daniel Ricciardo. That's oh, the man. A bit of pepper All on right, that, too. James, I like it. Yes, he's a bit of, bit of European know, flavour. Yeah, Euro. <laughs> mm. Euro, John. Um, James, this is your question. Who are the two Dragons players that are set to miss the rest of the season? Oh, both have the same name. Don't give me the producer's yelling at me. Producer's yelling at us now. Really loudly. Um, Uh, That's enough time. Yeah, I don't know. Who is Jaden Sullivan and Jaden Sewer? Jaden spelt differently. He's Jaden. Yeah. And Jaden Sewer is. Without one of the vowels. With, with, with no vowel. Just incredible. Yep. <laughs> okay, John, you've got a chance to get back in this. In fact, I'm not sure you even can. Oh, yeah, you got one right. Um, you there, John? You awake? What was, yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the final score last night in the friendly between Australia and France? 1-0. Well done. Oh, we go to the tiebreaker. Beep. Names your buzzer, is that correct? Yeah, no, your name is your buzzer. Yeah, okay. I'm right? <laughs> Don't say Bapau, right? Someone did that on the show. <laughs> ah, named your buzzer. Absolutely castigated for us. John, your name's John, right? <laughs> John knows his own name, he's fine. <laughs> Here's the question. <laughs> Gentlemen, yeah. who was victorious last night between the Knights and the Tigers? John. <laughs> yes, John. Knights. Yes, <laughs> oh! <laughs> Not you're a rugby league expert, James. He beat me to the punch. He beat me I, to the punch. He beat me to the punch. Three seconds I know he to did. get there. I think you were being really kind, James. <laughs> really kind. Well, I can't win I the prize, can I? <laughs> no. So uh, I'd like to, I'd like our listeners to enjoy, because I, I wasn't going to win the prize. So This is the folly of this quiz. This quiz must be stopped. You know that. Anyway. No, you did really well. Um, if you're after a fun round of golf or a hit on their 60-bay undercover driving range, Moore Park Golf is Sydney's number one golfing entertainment destination. Located minutes from the Sydney's uh, CBD. Well done, John. You're off. Thank you. He's a good man. We like John. Hey, he was always getting that, that gig mm. out there at Moore Park. You were never getting it, James. It's a long drive for him, though, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Oh, I like the pun. But have you been to Moore Park? You like the pun? Long drive. <laughs> Oh, that yeah, is good. I, I didn't I even know. That. <laughs> really? No, I, I could have. No, I could believe that. Plain credit. <laughs> if it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park. 
Hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. We've got James Graham in for Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, Brendan Anakin, joined by one of our favourites. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. That's right, all of Greg Rust's fine work on the Rusty's Garage podcast. Uh, you can grab that on the listener app. He joins us now. G'day, Rusty. Brendan, James, Richard, morning. Morning. I love the old rust bucket on a Saturday oh, morning. Oh, right, you're going with rust bucket. <laughs> <laughs> now, big news yep. and big mea culpa. Ah. Apparently, I have been saying for some time that Daniel Ricciardo will never make it back into an F1 car. So on that front, I may not have been as correct as I might have been. Is that oh, is that other words for an apology? Did I uh, hear an apology? Is there a sorry? Or? No, there would be no apology. No apology, no. okay. <laughs> anyway, he's off to the sister of the Red Bull. The team effective, um, the team is in the team effective immediately. Um, how did this decision come around? Surely there must be some young hotshot that, that was knocking on the door, but they've gone for the tried and true here. Lots of things to contemplate in this, Richard. So nice to be having a bit of humble pie with you on a on a Saturday. No, no, I didn't now. say that. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> um, now listen, listen. Uh, he's been given a hero's welcome at the Alpha Tauri factory overnight, right? He drove for them uh, a decade ago when it was Toro Rosso. Now, typically, if someone gets axed in season, it happens in the F1 summer break, but that's still a few weeks away. So this is brutal on the highly rated Dutch driver Nick De Vries. He's got no points on the board just hasn't been able to li- to kind of deliver for some reason. And the fact is, it's not really a great car. So no. hopefully Dan's experience can give it a bit of, <laughs> bit of, bit of direction. Um, uh, boys, just, I mean, in surmising a bit more of this, more than a few people are starting to ponder what this all means for 2024. Does this put pressure on Sergio Perez in the main uh, Red Bull seat? Dan tested that car during the week. He's been in the simulator and reportedly doing good things. Are we kind of on the cusp of some significant driver movement in Formula One for next season? No doubt there's, there's opportunity there for Dan, and, and good luck to him too for getting back in the car. But that I get this, right? I've got a horse to be ridden by a jockey. Yeah. I can get another jockey. I can't get another that horse, is true. right? So someone's got to be blamed for a, the pie warmer, and it looks yeah, like yeah. Nick DeVries got it. Dan, Dan, though, I mean, is going to bring a lot to the table here, not just in terms of what he does in the car. I mean, Formula One's a better place when Daniel Ricciardo is actually in the sport because it's been hard, hasn't it, to watch him on the sidelines in the pit lane doing commentary and things like that this year. So um, good that he's back in the car. He'll have to go toe-to-toe with his new teammate, Yuki Tsunoda, the Japanese driver, and he'll have to do that within a couple of rounds. Give him a round or two to get settled in with that car and see what it's like. Um, hopefully give them some direction. But as I say, if he can perform, if we get the Daniel Ricciardo of, oh, man, I wonder what that means for 2024. Mm. Yeah, and obviously with the huge rivalry between uh, the Aussies and the Kiwis, uh, are they upset over the over the ditch there because one of their own was overlooked? Exactly right. So Liam Lawson, who's a Red Bull junior driver and highly rated, arguably one of the the kind of hottest prospects waiting in the wings at the moment. All the headlines over in New Zealand were this week that he got overlooked for it. So he's racing in Japan this weekend. Uh, he only found out about it when he touched down on the on the ground there um, for that, that race. Um, he's determined to try and win that championship in Japan and hopefully press for a seat in 2024. Uh, before you go, very quickly, Rusty, awesome drive by Oscar Piastri in the uh, British Grand Prix. And Ford, they finally took a win at the supercars in Townsville. No more parody debate. How good. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> some people are still saying that needs a little bit more a little bit more tuning. It was awesome by Oscar, as you rightly say. Had it not been for that safety car, he was on for a podium there, mega stuff in the McLaren. Mm-hmm. And Anton Di Pasquale, who came on the pod this week, um, spoke in a very measured way about what they've um, what they've done there. Good Sunday for Dick Johnson Racing, and hopefully the improvements continue when they go to Sydney Motorsport Park in a few weeks' time, guys, under lights there. No, Greg Rust, it's always a pleasure. We do it for Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. We've uh, spoken about it a few times today. Fried rice for breakfast. That's what Richard had today. Uh, yes or no? <laughs> what do you mean, yes or no? Yes, it's I had re- it. No, you had it, but yeah. I don't think any of the world has. They've not heard of this before for breakfast. Uh, Greg Rust, you ever had fried rice for breakfast? I have, yes. Oh, God. Oh, oh this, is, this is what I'm saying. This is huge. You live in a bubble. So do you, James. James wanted to have kippers and a chip booty. This is huge. I'm, all right. No one's eating that. Good on you, uh, Good on you, Rusty. We'll catch you next week.
might have been a few lemonades involved before that breakfast. Yeah, yeah, If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. So ends another, what, fine, fine show? Yeah, Dead fine show. Fine, it was fine. Fine, fine show. show. Dead Set Legends. <laughs> It was was fine. It was fine. Uh, Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Candice Warner is back next week. We thank you, James Graham, for filling in today. Always a pleasure. My pleasure. Always welcome back. Richard Friedman, you have to come back because you're contractually obliged, as am I. Uh, If you missed anything on the show today... No, that's all right. Uh, Huge wrap. You can grab it on the podcast. You can stream it there on the listener app. Before we go, we've got to see what's pissing Richard off. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Richard's list of grievances. You know, I'll be driving down the highway, mm. and going to a race meeting. Yeah. It sounds like highway to hell, doesn't it? Because it is. <laughs> you you get on that M1, and at some stage, someone will have the traffic going at like sixty kilometres an hour. Yeah. In a hundred and ten zone. How does that happen? Accident. There's no lights. Okay. There's no accident. You drive past. There's nothing. Is there a it, merging lane? There might be. Yeah. What? You can't merge? Not well, I'm, I find. I, it's exasperating for me. I'm driving down there, suddenly the, the traffic starts flowing, and I'm thinking, why is the traffic slowing? This is a 110 zone. Mm. There are no lights. There are no turns. You just keep going. Do you find it happens more going north or south on the M1? Don't toy with me on this. I'm just Can't, asking. No, you're not. Okay. You're mocking. I'm I know not. you're mocking. I do I look like I'm mocking James? Yes. It's written all over <laughs> your face. tone, I would have thought. <laughs> Just that tone. Yeah. Anyway, they should be put off the road, those people. They should have their licence. Police should be looking for them. They don't have accidents, those people. I think the they police They cause do. accidents. The, 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 you can be um, pulled over for not going fast enough. Have you ever seen anyone pulled over for not going fast enough? Ever. I was too busy flying past them. <laughs> he was fanging it. It's just there so... Is. Uh, people out there must say, yeah, we all wonder why that happens. How can that happen? But it happens. Now, the real question is, what were you late for? I'm always late for the first at any race meeting, okay. right? there we go. Always. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one time how I got in a big trouble for it too. But <laughs> another show. Well, that's another story for another day. Uh, James Graham, you calling any games today? I sure am. Down at the Bulldogs at uh, their home oh, ground. Oh, huge day. Belmore, the, uh, the Bulldogs versus the Brisbane Broncos. Broncos so that's looking forward to fun. Yeah, big great atmosphere. All right, enjoy yourself. That'll be on air from... Three o'clock. Good stuff. Uh, Catch you later. Don't waste your life.